Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamelie Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hey, hey, my lovely listeners. I hope you are all doing amazing. Hope you are recovering from some of the topics we've been discussing because I've received some feedback and people are like, girl, those were a little bit rough, but hey, you know, that's the purpose of Beauty Is Me podcast. We got to dig into some of those things and find the inner beauty. So send me an email at info at iambeauteousme.com. I would love, 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 love to hear from you all on what's resonated for you in our last few episodes. So I am super excited. This is episode eight. And you know, some big podcaster, I can't remember his name. He was like, you know, some people quit after the seventh episode, but surprise, surprise, Jamili is here to stay with episode eight. So here we are, guys. So I'm back. It's been a few weeks. I had such an amazing trip with my good, good girlfriends, my hive, my sister girls. I love them so much. We had an awesome time in Florida. Just us mommies, no worries. Like, it's the best thing. I really, really recommend you guys take a weekend getaway, call your friends, go away somewhere, and just buy a few bottles of wine or whatever you have to do and just go away. Have fun. But I will warn you, the older we get, the less we can hang past certain hours and past X amount of activities in a day. Wow. Sometimes I miss being a teen and in my early 20s where I could literally party and go to work or class like nothing. If I go to bed past 12 o'clock, I swear I feel like I'm hungover and I was up all night long. Yeah, up all night. (laughs) So anyways, we return back from like this beautiful sunny weather and it's cold. Daylight savings time and the stores are already celebrate Halloween giving miss. Halloween's giving miss. <laughs> like the mad dash of the holiday countdown begins. I'm telling you, you go into Starbucks and you're worried like your pumpkin spice latte will soon run out. So each time you're in there, you have like this protective stance. You stand it in there like, I wish you would take that last latte. <laughs> Everywhere you turn around, we see reminders that number one, this year is coming to an end. And number two, my pockets are going to start hurting. And last but not least, that my social calendar is going to start filling up with Friendsgiving, multiple family events, multiple holiday parties, work parties, shopping, decorating, ahí de todo, like everything. And then the post-holiday weight gain. Those apple pies are so good. I make a mean apple pie. I'm just saying. I'm plugging that in. I'm not plugging it in because I'm selling it. Because I'm not selling it. But my apple pie is the bomb ticker <laughs> So anyway, some people look forward to the holidays. And some are like, bah humbug. So a few weeks ago, I posted on my Facebook cursing seasonal affective disorder for kicking in so damn soon. I was so surprised to see the various likes and agreements. And then this week, 
I decided before working on this episode, because I worked on this episode a little bit before and then, you know, I kind of finalized it. Um, But I did an IG poll and the IG poll question was, do you get the winter blues? And the response rate out of 117 people who took the quick quiz showed that 73% of people experience winter blues. You heard that number? 73%. That's crazy. That's really crazy. So this brings me to today's topic. You know, if it hasn't clicked by now, what zone are you in? Obviously, you saw the headline. (laughs) So at my job, we use um, something called the zones of regulation with our kids. It's a great way to help them describe how they feel by using a color. So we go through red, yellow, blue, or green. So today we will be focusing on blue and green. So let's face it. The holiday season has its green zone, folks. Calm, happy, focused, content. La, 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 la. And then we have our blue zone, folks, who are just sad and tired and sick and bored. But you guys might be curious. So what's the red zone and yellow zone? So just for your curiosity, I'm going to tap into that. The yellow zone are you're frustrated, worried, silly, and excited. That's the color for that. And the red zone is mad, angry, mean, and terrified. So the zones, uh, zones, <laughs> the zones of regulation was created by social thinking. And many, really many schools use this, um, especially in the behavior modification setting. We use it because I work with kids who have severe emotional disturbance, um, on the spectrum, and really struggle with identifying their emotions. So it's just easier for them to describe their feeling with a color. Even for adults, sometimes it's really hard for us to identify and say, today I'm feeling happy. We tend to revert and say, I'm okay. How are you feeling? Okay. I'm feeling okay. Okay. Okay is not a feeling. It really is not. So it's easier to place a color on a feeling rather than a name. So when you guys go Black Friday shopping, you might want to yell red zone to those folks fighting, those folks fighting over a TV. I mean, how many TVs do people really buy annually? I, I'm confused in life. I don't get it. How many bedrooms you have? How much money you making? How many families you buying this for? Are, is everybody in your family getting a TV? Are we like Oprah now? You get a TV. No, you get a TV. No, you get a TV. It's like every year people are fighting over TVs. I, I, I honestly don't get it. So anyways, um, our yellow zoners, these what I describe are the folks trying to keep up with the holiday expectations of gift giving. So these are the folks burning through the credit cards and savings all while trying to keep up to the expectation. So I don't want you folks to shame them because we have all been there. Have you ever gone to a holiday party with a big family and your mom would be the one to stress you out like, tú tienes que comprarle un regalo a la hija de fulana, aka you need to go buy a gift to so-and-so's child. You just look at your parent and remember that the Bible says, Honor your mother and your father. 
so that you can have a long life. And then you look up in the sky, you look at Jesus, and then you look at your pockets and you just say, shaking your head like, my mama just played me right now. Ooh, I just caught a flashback, but um, I'm very glad my mom is in DR this year, so I don't have to kind of deal with, mira, hay que comprarle a tal y tal para este regalo. No, no, thank you, mom. <laughs> I'm glad she's in DR right now. So anyways, um, did you know that with the season changes, it also affects animals? So why wouldn't you think it affects humans? The holidays or winter blues have another name. According to psychiatry.org, it's called seasonal affective disorder. SAD. I know it's a sad acronym. Bendito, right? So it's a reoccurring disorder that happens every year at the same time. And so scientists suggest that less sunlight and colder temperatures during fall and winter lead to these feelings of sadness. Couple that with holiday stressors and child, this could be a recipe for disaster. So what causes our holiday stressors? Let's name a few. For one, reminder of our lost love ones not being present. So my brother Richard, um, he had passed away several years ago um, back in 2008 and his favorite holiday is New Year's. And I know for many, 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 many years, my family struggled with New Year's and celebrating New Year's and coming across New Year's because it was just a reminder that Richard was not here. And, you know, most recently, I would say the last few years, I've tried to switch that up because my brother was a happy person. He had his own battles that he was dealing with. And we'll talk about what he went through and how he passed away in another podcast. But he was a happy person. He loved house music and it was his favorite holiday. So why honor his favorite holiday in sadness? Why not honor it how he would like to? Dancing, celebrating, popping champagne or whatever that was. And that's how now I try to honor him in this holiday so that his memory could be more of a happy memory and not get lost in um, the grief and the loss of him. But the reminder that loved ones are not here, it's hard. Um, some holiday seasons, for some reason, it's like you see it in the news, you see it all over. Tragedies tend to happen. Losses tend to happen during holiday seasons. And so this brings about that anxiety and that blue zone because once the holiday's coming, it's a reminder that this family member is no longer here or this family member's death anniversary is coming up. So that's, that's a stressor in and of itself. Next, the expectation our family and friends place upon us and our pockets. When your kids are asking for that Xbox, for the sneakers, the phone, I want this, I want that, your husband or your partner or your spouse or your friend. And, and if you have like 500 siblings and their kids and some siblings procreate like crazy and they have multiple kids and the expectation that this is what's on their Christmas list and you want to get them what they want because this is what's on their list and this is the expectation. And child, don't be that family member. If you are the quote unquote educated one in the family and quote unquote the one with a good job, 
The expectations are ridiculous where your family expects and thinks that you have like this endless bank account for some reason and everybody could kind of tap into it. We had a long conversation about this, my friends and I, how our families just put some expectations. They swear because you have a college degree (laughs) and a good job that automatically equates to millionaire. But that's a whole nother segment. Anyhow, um, gift giving is stressful as well. You know, you purchase something, you're putting it on your card, you're putting it on savings, you're overextending yourself, you're working two, three jobs, etc., just to meet the needs of others for the holiday season. That is a stressor in of itself. Then come January, then come tax season, and you're here replenishing what you depleted in your accounts to pay for it because you're satisfying everyone. And now there's also another reasoning behind it is that some of us are the type of folks who when we give we feel like we're not giving enough and that's because we don't feel like we're enough and so I can completely be honest and transparent and say that I am that person and I have been that person in where I go shopping and I know that let's just say for example my husband wants something tech technologically savvy, whatever, because he's into all this technology stuff. Let's just say he wants like a camera and that's just what he wants on the Christmases. I'll buy it. And I don't feel like that's enough because it was one item. And so I don't look at the amount that I spent on it. I look because it was one item. And some of that is psychologically, especially if you grew up in poverty where you feel like it's one, it's not enough. It's just too little. I, I didn't give this person enough. And when you love someone, you, you want to continue to show them how much you love them and you kind of overdo it. And when you overdo it, you overdo it on your pockets too. We overcompensate because we don't feel enough. And so when I did the work in me and continue to do the work in me and in my inner healing, now when I go shopping and those feelings arise and I pick up a few items for a birthday gift or for an event or whatever, where I put it in, I have to remind myself when I'm praying and putting it in because it, it, it you know, I'm, I'm doing some spiritual discernment is that I'm saying I am enough and this is enough. And that has been profound. That has led me to feel more satisfactory, satisfaction, if you will, um, a little bit more at ease and not feeling bad upon it because Reality, when you're overcompensating, who are you overcompensating for? It's really for yourself. Because I use my husband as an example. I got him the camera he wanted and that's what it was. He didn't ask for anything else, but that's what he got. But you you just want to be extra, Jamila. You just want to be extra. However, think about that this holiday season as you're shopping to not overcompensate Say those affirmations, I am enough and this is enough so we can protect your stresses in your pockets. Yes. Now, another stressor is multiple gift exchange. Oh my goodness. If you have multiple friends, multiple families, (laughs) multiple activities at work, there is a gift exchange for every single thing. Like, can we do a gift exchange in this committee of friends or this committee if you're part of multiple different things at work, you end up in like six, seven gift exchange and that's six, seven stressors on your pockets. And so it's okay to be honest and be honest with people and say, (laughs) 
Like, don't lie, don't say you sick, don't call out, don't show up because that's not right to the other person when you do gift exchange because I've seen that happen. And it's unfair because the other person comes with a gift. If you're not able to participate, bring in a different idea and say, guys, instead of us gift exchanging, how about we, you know, exchange our time with one another, exchange um, checking in with one another, something that doesn't require spending your money so that you can alleviate that stress and you don't have to worry about what else that's going to do to you or your pockets. Now, another stress is isolation from your loved ones. So if you got family drama or you really have a lot of deaths that have occurred and your family is really small and you're grieving and you prefer to be alone, being alone during holiday season can make make things just much more harder, especially with coping and your brain just goes in circles and you start thinking worse and you start feeling worse. So be okay with putting yourself out there and extending an olive branch, maybe to someone if, if you know, you know, your family is having something, try to make the effort to go and not isolate yourself because that's not going to be helpful. Um, if you don't have someone at all to attend to try to go out somewhere public to the movies, to something during the day where you are surrounded by people and you don't have that stress. You'd be surprised that a lot of folks no longer do traditional stuff, especially during Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve. A lot of people are in the malls now, you see that. So do something where you're, you're out and more social and you're not isolated. Um, so these multiple stressors can send your blue zone on over drive. So now here's the beauty in all of this, because of course, Jamili always got to bring the beauty in things, right? We have some amazing green zone folks, and this is where you people, you come into play. Invite someone over to spend the holidays with you with zero expectations. That's important. Zero expectations. Because someone, some, sometimes some people just feel so lonely and they don't even have the energy to cook to even bathe that day or to do something, invite someone over with zero expectations. Check in on someone you often interact with also. If you see a shift in their motivation or in their mood, especially when as the seasons have changed and you're like, hey, so-and-so is usually super jolly and now they're like grumpy, mixed, comfy at work. Let me check in. Let me see what's going on. It's okay to check in on someone and not always think that people are in their own world Kindness goes a long way. Green zone folks, some are really jolly in this holiday season, so be kind to someone else. So now with SAD, yes, seasonal affective disorder, we want to get out of this hump so badly. You don't even understand. When I was feeling the change in the season, my mood was all over the place at work, and it was just so much. It was just... (laughs) too much to bear with. I felt the changes. I felt my motivation, my energy shifting, but this is something that recurs every year. So every year now I take this as a challenge for myself. Like, oh, so you want to come for me? I'm going to come for you. And luckily there are so many things that can help us. And you're not alone. You're not alone because I'm here with you. No, I'm not a singer. Sometimes I wish I was. But anyway, (laughs) so here are a few things you guys could really, really do. And some things I have definitely tried. Weighted blankets. 
Shout out to my girl Jazz, who last year, January, actually, we were part of our Women of Color group. And in, in our group, we keep each other accountable. And one of the things that I had shared was like, guys, I'm in a funk. I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling depressed. And, and I don't know what's going on. There's nothing wrong right now. And she had shared um, some some things that she utilizes to help her. Because again, this sad seasonal affective disorder affects a lot of us. So the weighted blanket was something that I purchased exactly when she told me a year ago. And I've been using it. And there's some days I use it that I feel like I need it. I need the pressure. And some days I don't. And it feels amazing. It's heavy. I will warn you. You have to buy it depending on your weight and your size. It's a little heavy. My husband gets annoyed with it. But I don't care because I need it. And I love it. Next thing is light therapy. Light therapy, whoa. I did not think it was that helpful. And it definitely is. I purchased my first bright old lamp. And I use it while at work. Because that's where kind of I feel the, the shift in the mood. Um, work is work can be very stressful, especially when you work with so many people. Um, so many different moods and trauma on a day-to-day where all you hear is trauma, 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 trauma. It can it can weigh you down, especially as an empath. So light therapy is so helpful. Like I turn on that light and it's so bright, and the kids make fun of me. <laughs> My staff make fun of me. They're like, that's so bright. But that brightness is helpful. Like all you need it is for like 30 minutes a day and it mimics the sunlight to help alleviate that mood, that vitamin D mood. So I I really recommend it. The next thing is ashwagandha. Yeah, you're like ashwa who? Ashwake? Ashwagandha is an adaptogen and it's used in traditional medicine to reduce anxiety and stress. It helps fight depression it boosts fertility and testosterone and mass. If you want to slip some to your little man, man, couples, you might want to thank me for this. Maybe tonight, tonight. Let me stop. <laughs> hey, you never know. But ashwagandha has also been helpful in times of stress and I've taken it. And um, I like the way it kind of shifts my mood. Um, aromatherapy. I know you guys see everyone posting on essential oils and essential oils this and that. Essential oils are so helpful and you would never know, right? So get yourself a diffuser. Get yourself a really good diffuser. Do your research, check reviews, and get real essential oils. Do your reviews. There's some really cheap, watery essential oils I've had bad experience buying. Don't do that. I have used, um, I bought some, I don't remember the brand's. Um, from Amazon, but I also bought some from doTERRA. Those were really good as well. But um, the ones that are so helpful, like to elevate your mood, lift your mood, um, write these down. Ready, set, go. Jasmine, sandalwood, yelling, yelling, clary sage, which I use at work because reprende lo espíritu. <laughs> Basil, bergamot, rose. Geranium, neroli, petit green, lavender. It's my nighttime favorite. Ugh, I love it to go to bed. And chamomile. So, ah, uh, they're so great. And if you don't have a diffuser right now, at least before you take a nice warm shower, what I also do is I put like a few drops and let the steam um, just like kind of diffuse it. And it is amazing. Yes, tell me. Anyhow, 
Next is what everyone says, and your doctors, I'm saying this because it's, it's, you know, you got to eat healthy and exercise. So I exercise, it's eating healthy. Hi, my name is Jamili, you know, where, you know, I like, I like food. So we, we're, we're in this kind of relationship together, but you got to eat healthy and exercise. Um, one of the studies I was reading is that when you have seasonal affective disorder, you crave more carbs. I'm like, oh, no one, no wonder bagels are looking so good this season. And I'm really not a bagel person, but yeah, because you want to load up on carbs. So eating healthy and exercising is important. Get your snatch back on. And next is spending time with your people, people who lift you up, not people who suck your energy. If you are around energy vampires, reprende, let them go, go away, because that is not going to help you during the season. You need to be about people who are going to lift your spirit, listen to jokes, you know, go to comedy shows, anything that you need to do, listen to some motivational podcasts like Beauty is Me <laughs> or any other podcast because um, I, I got to share. I got to share, right? Um, go on YouTube. Look, look at some motivational videos or whatever. Be uplifted. Do not spend time with people who are energy vampires. No, 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 no. Now, lastly, if you are in a really, really rough patch, I'm very serious about this. This is where I put my serious hat on. Please seek professional help and get a therapist. You should not go through this alone. It's okay to tell your family or your friends what you're experiencing. This is temporary. This too shall pass. So if you are going through SAD, seasonal affective disorder, winter blues, whatever you want to call it, I'm going to read and end you with this awesome motivating poem by Max Ehrman. And this will get you committed to yourself. So you ready? Ready. Okay. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the stress and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Yeah. That's it for today. So I hope you guys have an awesome start to the week. Please reshare with your friends and family. And I'm sending you virtual warm, warm, warm hugs because it's cold in New York. And that's all for today. Episode 8. Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week. And send us your girl, what were you thinking or asking for friend stories to info at imbeauteousme.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.